0: Oh, we are hungry for God. We are hungry. We're leaning in and uh, just being in worship, it stirs it in you, doesn't it? It's good to gather together, especially in a season of fasting. And uh, if you're not fasting yet, you still can, because there's seven days to go. This is a great time to just go, okay, maybe I can do a seven day fast. Maybe there's something that I can take out of my life this week. And uh, Food, drink, coffee, ouch, uh, media, just stuff that you spend time doing. Just like, okay, let God speak to you today. What it is? I can I can say a lot of thoughts, but it's the God thought that just needs to drop into your spirit. Awesome, guys. You may be seated. Thank you, band. You've done amazing today. Uh, Johnny's in Melbourne, and he's preaching this morning, um, as Dave said, at uh, Melbourne East, uh, who um, over 60 people coming up for our Powerhouse Conference from Melbourne East, so make sure you look out for these guys and make them feel very welcome. In a week and a half, we have our Powerhouse Conference, we're getting ready, and uh, we're really... Expectant of what God is going to do in that time. But he's down in Melbourne ministering this morning and tonight at Numa Church. And it's, it did coincide with the Carlton game last night. Oh, all the planets aligned. He was so, even more than that, Carlton had a win. Uh, I don't know if you ever have um, problems listening to songs and hearing the wrong lyrics. Oh, do you ever get it wrong? And then ages later, you find out, I don't know, at the moment we're singing this song here in church, it's I Thank God. And we sing it a lot and it's just a great song and it says, um, say goodbye to your old friends, right? And it's like, your old friends, that's a bit harsh, right? John thought it was say goodbye to your old friends because that's what we sing. And then it says, burden and bitterness. Do you get that? Do you get that? Oh, that's the song, right? So other people I've talked to they're like I will not I will not sing that lyric because I'm not saying goodbye to my old friends but old friends is, but okay, this is quite enlightening. I wasn't intending to be enlightening today, but uh, on this point, but um, you hear the wrong lyric and you get the whole different message, right? Say goodbye to my old friends, burden and bitterness. It's kind of like one line. Okay. It's not like when you say, you have to say goodbye to all your old friends, unless they're really like pulling you back and down, whatever. You can keep your friends. It's Okay oh my gosh, okay, what else can I help you with? Uh, (laughs) There used to be a song going around saying, "Um, there's no one like you, no one at all, to Jesus. There's no one like you, God, which is a beautiful song. One of our church members thought it said, no one likes you, no one at all. we try and sing songs that are uplifting, Nick, don't we? And so we wouldn't sing that. There's no one like you, Jesus. I think, I don't know, we just clarify some of these lyrics. This is, ah, the difference in message, right? When you get the, um, the wrong lyrics, total different message. So today I'm talking about hearing from God and hearing in a way that you get the message right, that you're not hearing all these other voices. You're thinking, that's God. No, I wanna talk about hearing from God. It's part of our Hunger for God series. We're, as Dave said, this year our theme is hunger for God. We really want to go in, press into God. We want to pray more. We want to stir that passion up in us, that fire in us, where we want to pray. We want to worship. We want to read the Word of God. We want to be with people. We're stirring that up in us. And over the year, we've done different series. We've um, done uh, The Helper on the Holy Spirit. How great was that? Amazing. Earlier in the year, we did The Fourth Dimension. Um, also on the Holy Spirit and that fourth dimensional prayer. And right now we're in this three-week series on hunger for God. And John uh, preached a great message last week on the presence of God, just being in His presence, just allowing Him to soak into you and encourage you to listen to um, Teresa preach that night, all about pressing into God and unlocking whether you're seeing or hearing or feeling um, how you can uh, connect with God in that way. And today, I'm going to be speaking on hearing from God. Acts 13, verse 2, and John referred to this last week. It said, when they were praying and fasting, the Holy Spirit spoke. So there's something that happens when we pray and fast. That's when God speaks to us. When we set ourselves aside and we lean in and we get hungry and we get passionate and we wait on God, that's when He speaks and He directs us. He gives us clarity the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus was preaching. He says, when you pray, he says, when you fast. Again, he says, when you fast. So it's not a matter of, oh, am I going to pray? Am I going to fast?" No, that's for the body of Christ. That wasn't for his leaders. That wasn't for the disciples. That was for all of the congregation listening to him. So when we pray every day, when we fast, during this 21 days of fast, I want to encourage you, if you're in this fast right now, be expectant that you're going to encounter God in a new way. And I love hearing these stories of breakthrough and things cracking open. And But maybe that's not happening for you but maybe something's happening inside of you. Maybe there is something that is reconnecting to God in a way that you never have before or you haven't for a long time. That's what the fast stirs in us. So encourage you, lean into God. Your senses get on high alert. Who notices that when they're fasting? It's like, oh my gosh, you can smell everything. You can hear You can see differently. You can see things from God. You can hear from God easier. It's just like, oh, I tapped into it. There's God. It's because we're fasting and we're praying into that. My first memory of hearing from God, and it was sort of like a whisper, but not like an out loud whisper, uh, was when I was 16 years old and I grew up in a Christian family and I went to a Christian school and I went to one of our end of year dinners. And this um, young guy came and spoke and he was a Uh, had previously been to the school and he was talking about how, um, you know, to uh, look beyond school and what God has and the call for your life. And God whispered to me in that moment, you're going to marry that man. Yes, it was John. Phew. Oh my gosh. Wouldn't that be awkward? John was the speaker that night. And God just whispered in my ear, you're going to marry that man. I was like, what am I really? Wow. Okay. And then he moved into state. I was like, okay, that wasn't obviously from God. But no, it all worked out. In the end, we ended up living on the Sunshine Coast and falling in love and beautiful. uh, The rest is history. Here we are. There's so many scriptures about God wanting to speak to us. You know, he's trying to speak to us so many times we're just like, I'm not listening. I don't, I don't want to hear what you're going to say anyway, because probably bad, or you're probably going to correct me, or tell me what I'm doing is dumb, or stupid, or wrong. It's just like there's so many scriptures where God's like lean into it. Matthew 11 verse 15, it says, he who has ears to hear, let him hear. Anyone got ears out here today? Yes, he who has ears to hear. Let him hear. Isaiah 55 verse 3, it says, come to me with your ears wide open. Because we can come just like covering our ears or putting things in there to block it out. Listen and you will find life. Listen. It's it's like an intentional thing that we have to listen because you can hear a lot of noises and things out there. But are you listening to the voice of God? Proverbs 3 verse 6, in the message version. It says, listen for God's voice in everything you do. Everywhere you go, he's the one who will keep you on track. Well, that's a great promise. So many promises come with that condition. You have to listen first, and he will direct you. Everywhere you go, he will keep you on track. I'm so glad that we can come and hear directly from God. It's not like Old Testament days where they had to go through a priest and they had to go to the temple and bring all the sacrifice, all the rest to hear or ask the prophet, what's the word? The kings used to say, ask the prophets. What's God saying to us right now? We can just come directly. To the throne, ask God, just come into his presence because of what Jesus has done. And he paid the price to lift that veil so we can come in and have access to the very throne room of God and he can speak to us. And he wants to encourage you today because he loves you so much. He loves you and he wants to tell you that. Okay, so uh, he speaks through his voice. He speaks through his word. He speaks through preaching and messages. He speaks through other people and through prophetic uh, insight, speaks through dreams and visions. But today, I just really want to focus on this, speaking through his voice, whether it's a whisper or an impression on your heart. Many people kind of think, oh, he's going to speak out loud to me, and I've never had that. It's like, no, it's just an impression on your heart so many times. You might even have a conversation with God with these impressions on your heart. This is what Elijah did in uh, 1 Kings when he had this huge victory over Ahab and the prophets and the drought was broken and he sort of, you know, after that day went out, but he got this intimidating word from Jezebel, it's in 1 Kings 19. He sought God at Mount Horeb and um, God said, come up to the mountain and there was this huge wind, this huge earthquake, huge fire and the Bible said, but God wasn't in those things and then it said, God came to him in a whisper. And when he came in a whisper, it said, Let me read it out to you. Verse 12 After the earthquake came a fire, the Lord was not in the fire. After the fire came a gentle whisper. When Elijah heard it, he pulled his cloak over his face, went out and stood at the mouth of the cave. Then a voice said to him, What are you doing here, Elijah? And then he goes on to have this conversation with God because it was like this voice was saying, it was like a whisper, he's hearing a thing and then Elijah's answering him back and then God's answering him back and this is what we can have, a conversation with God where it's like, I don't know what I'm doing here or this is what I'm doing and he has a bit of a whinge actually. It's just like everyone's ag- everyone's turned against you except me and, uh, and then God tells him what to do. He gives him this download for the next two years. He just um, lays out these steps, gives him wisdom for his future and that's the conversation. So my first point today and here, Hearing from God is know His voice, know the voice of God. To know the voice of God, you've got to spend time with Him. It becomes familiar to you as you just stop and you listen and you wait and you hear things from Him, and you start building up this history of yeah, I've heard from God. I've heard Him from uh, in this instant or that direction or in my relationships or to prompt. Don't you love those people that um, talk about? or the Holy Spirit said, stop the car, see that person over there, go to them, say, you know, this word of knowledge over their life and they're fully direct and you go, oh my gosh, I'd never have that. That's okay, there's like, I feel like that's the majority of people, but they build this um, history with God where it's like they can trust that voice because it's so, um, it's been so accurate for them and you build that over time. John 10 verse 27 says, my sheep hear my voice. I don't know if you know we are all sheep and uh, sheep aren't renowned for their smartness. Uh, That's why we're super need to be dependent on God. Uh, But we recognize the voice of the shepherd. That's, That's what this verse is saying. As sheep, we need to recognize the voice. That's our shepherd. That's God. That's him speaking to me right now. My sheep hear my voice and I know them and they follow me. Last uh, In the last couple of months, uh, we heard a great report from our Melbourne uh, church who are meeting this morning, and uh, there was a, you know, we're praying all the time for people to be connected to God and to begin that relationship with Him or to be um, reconnected, and maybe that's you here today and you haven't been to church in a long time or you've never been, uh, started a relationship with God. Today can be that day for you because it's all about relationship with Him. To hear his voice, to feel that love, and to have that uh, that separation taken away, to be in relationship, so we 're praying for this all the time, and during our fast and for prodigals to return, ones that have been away from him, sons and daughters, this lady she uh, was hadn 't been to church in nine years' time, and she was in a really tough time, her husband, their marriage had broken down and uh, he just left and traveled into state. She woke up Sunday morning just recently and uh, said, I'm just going to be in bed all day with my kids. I'm just like, I don't want to do anything, go anywhere. It's just a blah day. And uh, as she's lying there, this voice says to her, get up and go to church. And she was just like, I haven't heard that in a long time. She Googled church, Power Came up with C3 Powerhouse in Melbourne East. She travelled an hour across the city with her daughter that day and she gave her heart back to God. She encountered him on that day. Come on, this is what we're praying for. Her daughter gave her heart to God. She was like, oh, she went out for prayer and they said, what can we pray for? My marriage, it's just fallen apart. That day, her husband returned to her. He came back. The next couple of weeks he came to church, he gave his heart back to God. Oh, come on. How good is this? I love hearing these stories of people encountering God. She heard the voice of God. She heard his voice. And that's what happens when we pray. We ask God that he would move supernaturally in people's circumstances. Get up and go to church. Come on. That's the voice of God. And that changed her life and her future. You know, when I first, um, I mean, as I said, I grew up in church, but I was i was kind of of that, ah, oh, God, I don't know if I want to open that doorway to listening from him because I feel like he's going to, you know, sort of... Uh, the angry God or the things that I aren't doing right or he's going to point them out straight away and I sort of had a little bit of reluctance to do that but over time and being in church and hearing that he does love me that he does care for me open my voice to him and start listening to him and hear him. And yes, he does correct you. And over time, he does it gently and softly, but he's got so much good to say about you. And that's one of the ways to start hearing from him is just ask him, what do you like about me? Just ask God, what do you like about me? He'll tell you. And if you hear anything negative, it's not him. And that's how you start to recognize and becoming familiar with the voice of God. Because you're like, okay, so that voice that I'm hearing, that is not God. God's going to say positive things to you. He's going to say truthful, encouraging things to you. He's going to bring life to you. And, and in, at the end of this service or after this message, I'm going to uh, just allow us an opportunity to hear from God just to open those ears where there's some blockages or maybe you have never heard clearly from God, you want to lean into that. I'm going to pray for you and just bring that open hearing from God so we can hear the voice of God, so that he can uh, drop things into our spirit. When we're doing that, when we're becoming uh, just aware of his presence and coming in to hearing from him, just lay down your own agenda. Because that can be so much about, okay, God, I want you to sign off on this. I want you to speak to me, and I'm pretty sure it's that. Just lay that down and surrender it to him and just say, God, just open slate. Just speak into my life. Because otherwise we can get a little swayed in different ways. It's a trust thing. It's definitely a trust thing. Getting familiar with the voice of God. It's all about his voice and him speaking to us and us opening our ears to him. So the second one is turn down the other voices. Oh my goodness, there's so many distractions. There's so many different, it's so many times it's us and our own thoughts, right? Who's gone into a time of prayer and it's just like all you can think is stuff. And it's just turning them down. A few years ago, we had an issue with pigeons on our roof. Oh my gosh, this was uh, year after year. They would come at nesting time and they would like, scurry all across and make all these noises and trying to build nests and they'd do it year after year and John would go up there and remove it and try and it would just get really annoying because we've got this tin right above our bedroom so during the night it's just like these scurrying so after the third year, it's just like, I'm trying to pray. I pray in my room. And uh, all I can hear are these annoying pigeons, and they're back again, and they get under the solar panels, and they're just like building their nests in a safe place. It's not not good. Uh John calls them the rats of the air. I don't know if anyone can. (laughs) It's like, who wants rats on their roof? (laughs) Another story. Uh, But as I'm praying, I'm just like getting so distracted by these noises. I'm trying to press into prayer. And so I put worship music on, right? Drown it out. And so I'm praying. I'm still hearing it. It's loud. It's just like, it's taking over. Eventually I get my, you know, phone. I put it right up against here. My worship music blasting in my ear. So it would drown out the other noises. But it's true, isn't it? There's so many things that distract us or that become louder in our ears when we're praying or when we're doing life. And and we need to um, turn them down and focus on him. Proverbs 4 verse 20, it says, my son, give attention to my words, incline your ear to my sayings. You know that incline, it's like lean in, Incline your ear to my sayings, to my word, do not let them depart from your eyes. Sometimes we have trouble hearing. What do we do? Well, fasting is good. Fasting gives us that edge, that gives us that hunger, that gives us that uh, expectancy that God's going to speak. And even if sometimes I'm talking to people sometimes, I'm not hearing anything. I'm praying, but I'm not hearing anything. God's doing good in that time. Even as you're praying, as you're leaning in, the Holy Spirit is coming to you and he's ministering to you. You know, the Holy Spirit, and I I refer to this series that we've done on the helper. He is the helper. So he's coming and he's helping you. And he's like downloading wisdom to you that you can access later on. So even if you think, ah, I'm not hearing anything, there's things happening as you're praying, as you're leaning in, as we're fasting together, God is speaking to you. He's, He's encouraging you. He's downloading things into your life. So be encouraged by that. Praying, of course, if you're having trouble hearing from God, the more you pray, the more tuned you are for the whole day. It's like you get this download at the beginning of the day and then you hear a prompt throughout the day and that's the voice of God. It's like it's just a little whisper. It's just a little do it this way. Go marry that man, whatever it is, encouragement. Um, text this person, uh, call them up. That's just a little prompt that comes. So the more that we're in prayer, the more tuned we are to that voice that's coming to us. If you're having trouble hearing from God, focus on relationship. With God, Just being with Him. Just ch- chatting to Him in prayer. That's that conversation where we're just having conversation. Oh, I want to get to know you more, God. I want to have a better relationship. In the early days of this church, we used to have prayer meetings. And uh, they were on a Monday night, I think it was, in the what is now the Sunshine Coast Stadium. There was a little building right in the middle of that block of land before it was all developed. And we'd go there. And uh, I remember going to one of these, and I wasn't uh, i wasn't a prayer warrior, okay, at the time. I was just sort of like, okay, teach me how to pray. I need to learn this. And um, I don't know if it was John, or maybe it was the founding pastor, Fletch, but, you know, they'd say, oh, let's just open the prayer meeting by speaking in tongues. And I'd be like, but what are we praying for? Like, tell me what we're praying for. Just, you know, are we praying for salvation? Are we praying for hunger? For- like, just tell me, and it was just and I remember talking to John afterwards and go, like, what do you do then? He goes, you're just in tongues. It's just like, it's relationship. You're just speaking to God. You're just opening your spirit. You're just activating that spirit. It's like, it was a bit foreign to me because it was always like, I'm going to God for something, to do something, to encounter it. Just, but just to be in relationship with him, just pray for relationship. And allow room to listen to him. So many times we have a conversation with God where we're speaking like 100% of the time. It's when you stop and you wait and you listen. And that's where He drops something into you. And it may be a word, it may be a picture, it might be a vision, it might be a lot of words. It just might be an impression, it might be a scripture. But that comes when you just stop and you listen. God, what do you want to say to me today? just listen. That's where unblockages come and we give him an opportunity. He's like, thank you. Appreciate it. Now I can speak to you. Now I can encourage you, tell you how much I love you and care about you. So you grow confident in recognizing God's voice. So these things, and I'll invite the band to come up right now. In hearing from God, it's so good for us to just have a freshness in our hearing from God. Like I said, some of you maybe never heard from God and you feel like that's a real blockage to you. We're going to pray for you this morning. Others will be like, I need just a bit of a freshness in my relationship with God so I can hear like I used to hear, like I want to hear. I want that to pop open for me. You can do that through becoming familiar with the voice of God, through leaning into Him, to opening your ears, to just listening to him. And you can do it through turning down other voices and those things that come and distract you. Maybe like the pigeons did for me. Turn down those voices, whether it's physical distractions or whether it's internal distractions. No, stop thinking that, just focusing in on God. Why don't we close our eyes as we come to a time of ministry. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, Lord, we do hunger for you. Lord, we do want more of you. God, we lean in. Lord, during this time of fasting, this time of breakthrough, this time of prayer, oh, God, that we would encounter you in a fresh way, Oh, Lord, we love you. We want to hear from you. Lord, we're praying today that through this word, ears will be opened. Hunger will arise in us, Lord, to seek you, to listen to you, to incline our ear to you, to know your voice like the sheep know their shepherd. Oh, God, we pray for a hunger, for a hunger to arise in us. Thank you, Jesus. I'm going to hand over to Teresa right now. Thanks, guys.